This is the Gods to Ghost Volleyball Podcast, and I'm your host, Scott Bemke. Our podcast today features the third part of our four-part interview with Norway's Jan Kvalheim. Let's pick up where we last left off in part two. Let's um, talk about your time on the FIVB, Jan. You and uh, Bjorn ultimately, I believe, won seven events over your career. It'd be interesting to hear some of the highlights and fondest memories um, from that time period, and then also conversely, any heartbreaks, uh, law, heartbreaking losses, and uh, regrets, or things you wish you might have done differently. Yeah, we won seven FIB events um, in the nineties, and the first time we won was in Miami in nineteen ninety four, and it was strange because it, it was both a very surprise for us, but also we were very confident at that time. We knew that we were going to be a good team, and we knew in our minds that we were going to win a tournament sometimes, but uh, we didn't think that it was going to be that early in our career. Uh, but mm-hmm. we, we played against um, Franco and Roberto Lopez from Brazil in Miami, and we won that game. And uh, I remember... Uh, <laughs> I was interviewed by the by a, an, an American uh, TV channel after the match, and mm. I, I was having my worst interview ever. <laughs> uh, I, I was uh, I was just saying I'm so happy, I'm so happy. I think seven or eight times, <laughs> but I couldn't uh, I couldn't give a good answer or a good uh, story from the match. So I remembered that, and I also remember that. Uh, Bjorn and I, we have talked about that when we win our first tournament, we're going to have a big party just to celebrate. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a perfect town to do it in, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but after the match, uh, we went back to the hotel and uh, we were so exhausted, we were so happy uh, that uh, the last thing we wanted was to have a party. We were just so happy and we went to our room and just uh, relaxing for the whole evening. So we didn't have one beer, we didn't have a party, and uh, we were so just so tired and exhausted because we had played so many games for, for those days. So um, so that was a good memory. Um, and you said that was against Franco Neto and Roberto Lopez from Brazil, correct? Yeah. Was it a yeah. pretty good final? Was it a close match where uh, it could have gone either way there for a while? or, or Actually, you... actually, I don't remember, but Bjorn has a... <laughs> Much better memory than, than I do, <laughs> but I think we beat them. Uh, and I, I don't even remember if it was one set or two sets. Okay. I don't I don't remember. Stop. Uh, sorry. No, no problem. Um, and we also won uh, because the Goodwill Games 
was part of the FRB tour, and we won the uh, Goodwill Games tournament uh, in 1994 in St. Petersburg in Russia. And there were only eight teams there, but it was sanctioned as an FRB World Tour event. That was also a good uh, tournament. We we played in the middle of the center in St. Petersburg. It was so amazing to play there. So many great buildings around the site. It wasn't that great uh, stadium. It was maybe 2,000 people watching but uh, and very windy. But uh, at the award ceremony, it was Jane Fonda who gave us the gold medals. Oh, how so that neat. That was kind of a cool, uh, cool memory. Yeah, yeah. And one, did she did she also give you one of her workout tapes? He <laughs> 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 goes, "Here you go, Dolph Lundgren. This will be good for your cardio." Oh my yeah, goodness, yeah, yeah. that's a neat moment yeah. to meet a celebrity like that and get a medal from them. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, tournament uh, well organized, but Beach Robo wasn't that uh, big in Russia at that time, but. Uh, I think it helped promoting the sport also in Russia. Sure. But uh, when Bjorn and I get together and when we talk about our career, uh, one thing that we are proud of is that we have won tournament at where the sand and the beach is hard, but also when where the sand is deep. Sure. And we have won tournaments. Uh, we have won tournaments where it has been very windy, and we have won tournaments where it wasn't windy. And we have won tournaments where it was very hot or warm. And we have won, won a tournament in Berlin, in Germany, where it, where it was maybe 14, 15 degrees. So we, on each other, like, uh, we wasn't a team who was only good at that beach or that tournament or that place, but we could play good in many places and many different... Uh, all, yeah, all different games, conditions, uh, sand, weather, and everything else. That's... Uh, yeah, the yeah, sign yeah. of having good yeah. ball so, control. So we, yeah, so we didn't depend on the wind, or we didn't depend if the if the sand was hard or deep. But uh, so th- that's that's what we are kind of proud of that uh, we was uh, able to play good in many different conditions. Which beach had the deep sand that you uh, are referring to that you uh, had a win at? I'm curious internationally. We won at Hermosa Beach. And we won at uh, Espino in in Portugal. Okay. It was very windy in Marseille in France where we when we won there. Yeah, it was very hot and warm when we won in Miami, and we won in Berlin where it was very cold. <laughs> and so um, we we had a game that could uh, be uh, good in, in many different conditions. Yeah, that's awesome. Before. So those are some of the highlights from your your career. Um, any uh, really tough losses that you sometimes find yourself dreaming about at night? Going, gosh, if I had just done this, or we would only made that play, we would have had a, another victory or two. I think we've all had a few moments like that in life. Uh, do you mean on the world tour or in the Olympics? Yeah, well, we'll get to uh, yeah um, on that yeah. world tour. We'll get to the Olympics here in just a second. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't re- really remember any bad losses on the world tour. But one thing I regret is we would love to have been playing uh, more ADP tournaments. Um, I like the challenge and um, we only played one tournament uh, on the ADP 
we also thought that if we got used to the ball and if we played more tournaments, we could have competed also there. But uh, since it was the collaboration between AVT and the FRVB wasn't that good in the 90s, uh, we weren't allowed to play so many tournaments there. So uh, that's that's a regret that uh, we also talked about uh, Jordan and I. Right. Um, yeah, they were kind of like oil and water back then. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there are certainly many different stories about that. But uh, we and 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 I know also, uh, I also know that many other FLB players would have loved to play some uh, more tournaments on the AVP tour because uh, there were so many great players there, and the level was so high, and it was yeah. Uh, it should have been a great challenge for us to compete with those guys uh, more than, than we did. Yeah, so I believe that, it. That's uh, kind of a regret, yeah. Yeah, one of those things you always wonder what could have been. Um, yeah. Now, moving on to the Olympics, uh, you and Bjorn uh, were able to represent your country of, of Norway for two Olympiads in 1996 um, as, as well as in 2000. So... That's got to be a pretty amazing experience when you're a kid and you're an athlete. You're <laughs> you always dream about representing your country and some in in a, the sport of your choice. So, tell us about that experience and um, what it felt like, what the opening ceremonies were like, and then you know from '96 maybe we can start there first, and then um, some of the highlights and lowlights of that event for you, and then we can move on to the 2000 uh, Olympiad. Yeah, and first of all, um, I played volleyball on the national team here in Norway, and but our national team in volleyball was never that good. So I knew that the Olympics for me as a volleyball player was never going to happen. And then I tried to become a French uh, citizen uh, in the end of the 80s to play on the French national team and to, and to play for France in the Olympics in Barcelona for them. The applications didn't go through, so happily I stayed Norwegian. <laughs> uh, and when Bjorn and I uh, started to play beach volleyball uh, in '91, we didn't think of the Olympics, but uh, when it became an Olympic sport for Atlanta uh, Olympics, we, we also knew that that was going to help us promoting our sport here in Norway. Sure. So for us, uh, becoming an Olympic sport was important for us, but also for the sport here in Norway. Uh, I remember that we won the tournament, uh, the FRVB event at Hermosa Beach, uh, one month before the Olympics, and we we felt really, really, really good coming into the Olympics. We we didn't have any injuries. We felt good physically and mentally, and but we started out bad in our first match against Germany. We lost uh, 17-16. When I look back, because. We participated in the opening ceremony, uh, but when I look back, we shouldn't have gone there because it has always been a dream to participate in the Olympics, participate in the opening ceremony, but that was two days before the match against Germany, but it was a really hassle to get back and forth from where we live to the Olympic arena. So it, we, we spent so many hours waiting, waiting, waiting to participate in the opening ceremony so we used so much energy, mm -hmm. and uh, so what, what I would have changed uh, was that uh, don't participate in the opening ceremony if you compete within the next few days. Okay. That's my advice to, uh, <laughs> to anyone out there uh, listening. <laughs> uh, 
Oh so, my goodness! So after that, we lost against Germany. Uh, we played some matches, and then um, a couple of matches later, we played against the same team, uh, Franco Roberto Lopez from Brazil, who was the number first seed in that tournament in the Olympics. And we, it was a really long game. I think it was one hour and fifteen minutes, and we won fifteen twelve. And that was so important for us, and it sure. was such a big win for us. Uh, but then the next day. We played against Portugal, and Portugal, good team. It's a really good team, but we have won eight out of ten matches against them before that match in the Olympics, and they beat us and they crushed us 15-3. Oh wow! In the next day, so also what I re- regret was that uh, after the match well, and after the win against Brazil, we were so happy and we didn't use that. Uh, day before the next games, uh, uh, the next day, day match against Portugal, we didn't use that well enough to forget the match against Brazil and prepare physically and mentally uh, for the match against Portugal. Uh, Portugal is a really tough team to play. Maya Brenya, we felt that that was a team that we could not easily, but uh, we could beat them normally. But they crushed us, and every, everything we tried to do, all the tactics we had, didn't work. And we got very frustrated because uh, they scored many points. We didn't score, we didn't serve well, and we made some errors. And uh, that was that was that that is maybe that match in my career I regret the most because if we beat Brazil, no, well, if we beat Portugal, I think we would have been playing against Tinjan and Carl. Uh, to get into the semifinal. Yeah. So, uh, it was uh, that match. Didn't, wasn't that uh, the Maya, didn't they play Whitmarsh? Or was that, they played um, Whitmarsh and Dodd, I think, for the third place match and gave them a battle. And wasn't the one guy, Maya, like a smaller guy, but he really could dig the ball and was just uh, really talented? I, I, I think I vaguely remember something along those lines. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, and uh, he, he's he's small, but he's a very good de- defensive player. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I actually, I think he still plays indoor volleyball oh, in Portugal wow. now. Jeez, twenty-four years or twenty-five years after the Atlanta Olympics. Um, but he's um, me as a blocker. I didn't like to play against him because he he he, he didn't hit that hard that often. So he didn't. He just uh, was uh, hitting. Uh, easy shots uh, over my block and uh, I, I didn't block him and we didn't defend him and we didn't serve well against them and uh, we didn't score points so that was, match was so terrible and and uh, no, I, I just uh, and I wanted to forget it uh, <laughs> and, 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 and Bjorn and I Bjorn and I we did that TV interview here in uh, Norway with, um, with Discovery Channel who shows the Olympics here in Norway and they were going to show some of our matches from our career, and they they showed that match. And and seriously, I started to cry when I saw that game because it's it's uh, there are so many emotions watching that game. Oh, um, I would imagine. It would have been so important for us to to have the possibility to reach the semifinal in the Olympics, uh, both for us as teams and players, but. For us to promote the beach volleyball in Norway, it would have been huge to reach the semifinal in the Olympics. 
Right. So um, losing that game 15-3 was terrible. Yeah, it sounded like your energy from the opening ceremonies and then from that tough match against uh, Neto and um, Lopez uh, kind of took its uh, took its toll on you, huh? Yeah, um, it's, we, we weren't young. And I, I feel that the, the, the mistakes we, we made uh, after that match was kind of rookie mistakes. Not to prepare well against a new match and a new team. And we were so happy after having beaten the number one seed Brazil, <laughs> and uh, so that that was really a rookie mistake for us. And uh, yep. it, it's only Bjorn and I that we we are criticizing ourselves. We didn't criticize someone else, the the, the federation or our, our coach or anyone else. It's only Bjorn and I who made uh, a rookie mistake, underestimating Portugal in that game. Well, that was, when I think about that, that team from Portugal ended up being you know, the surprise team of that tournament. Then they went on to beat Smith and Henkel, um, and then they had an epic battle with uh, Dodd and Whitmarsh, fifteen thirteen, that they lost. And then, um, and they uh, then they made it to the uh, bronze medal match where they lost to Child and Heath of, of Canada. But yeah. you know, so it wasn't like you lost to a couple chumps, is what I'm saying. No, <laughs> they no, were on fire that tournament by all accounts. <laughs> yeah, but and uh, but they are good and great players, and there are great guys as well. Yeah, but, uh, we have beaten most of the times in the FRAB events and the European events before that Olympic match. So that's uh, the match I regret uh, the most in my career, uh, both indoor volleyball and beach volleyball. Sure, I would imagine, yeah, when you're accustomed to beating somebody and then, you know, on the biggest stage yeah. <laughs> in the world in, of your career to have it not go that way <laughs> you would have traded in all those other wins for the one at the olympics but uh yeah i yeah, get it uh, but, uh, and also what i didn't like is because when you get eliminated in that tournament to sit on the stands and watch the other players play it, that's terrible but since it was the olympics i wanted to watch some of the other matches uh, in the semis and the finals but sitting on the on the stands and watching other players and in, inside your mind, you're thinking, I should have been there. We should have been there playing that semifinal. Or, uh, so that, that was terrible. Uh, so the, um, the 96 Olympics was some good memories, but most bad memories. <laughs> and then we came to the Sydney Olympics in 2000. Bjorn and I, we have been playing together for 10 years uh, when we came to 2000. And the week before, we went to a pre-camp in Brisbane in the north of Australia. Okay. Um, we didn't have that many good results in '99 and the 2000. We were we were, we were not that often in, in the semifinals, or uh, we didn't have that many good results. But uh, we were so prepared, physically and mentally prepared for that tournament because that was going to be my last tournament. I was uh, going to retire after that uh, Olympic tournament. And when we went to the pre the pre tournament. Um, training camp in Brisbane, I felt so good, I jumped so high, I could place the ball every, uh, anywhere I wanted, and I, I felt really, really good. And then we came to Sydney, and we had some good um, practice matches. We played a game. We played Portugal in our first match, and, and um, 
most of the times in 1999 and 2000, most of the times the other teams they, they served Bjorn. So I was um, doing most of the setting. So when I visualized the match the, the night before, I was in my mind, I was visualizing how I should set Bjorn when he passed the ball in every corner of, uh, of the court. So uh, I had my pre-game uh, routine, but the match started and the 10 first serves came on me. Oh boy. So, yeah, so I, I wasn't prepared that day. And again, <laughs> it's a rookie mistake because you should, you should always prepare uh, uh, on any scenario uh, possible. Sure. But uh, I, wasn't, I, was, I was kind of surprised and I was also kind of irritated because why do you serve me? And, uh, and again, I didn't kill the ball. So they quickly had a 3-1 or 4-1 lead. Mm -hmm. And I had to adjust in my mind that, okay, I'm not going to set in this match. I have to pass and I have to hit the ball. So um, we lost to them. And I don't remember the score, but maybe 15, 10 or 11. Okay. And also when the next match we played, our good friends, uh, Lee Zahner and Julian Prosser from Australia. Weren't they the and, number uh, one seeds going into that uh uh, Olympics yeah, too, I think, uh, were they not? Which kind of surprised me. I would have thought, you know, maybe, you know, Loyola yeah, and uh, Rego would have been. Yeah, but that, that was as a host team. Uh, in the Olympics, the host uh, team is the number one seed uh, in, in that Olympics, uh, I believe. Uh, but but, but I'm, I'm not really sure if they was the number one seed, but uh, because they haven't uh, played that good uh, the year before. So I'm, I'm not sure if they were the number one seed. Uh, I know they because like I said, in the Olympics in 96, Franco Roberto Lopez from Brazil was the number one seed in that tournament. So, so but I, I'm not sure. Well, like I said, my memory is, is that good. But, and the, the professor's honor from Australia, they have, they have watched our match against Portugal. So they also started to serve me. And uh, we lost again 15, 10 or 11. So that I was uh, that was also one of the worst matches in my career because that was the way I ended my career and that wasn't the way I was uh, hoping to end my career. Sure. Playing, um, I didn't play I didn't play bad in those two matches against Portugal and uh, Australia, but I, I didn't play good enough. And uh, I I told Bjorn that we lost because of me. It was my fault that we lost those two matches. And uh, I, I, I didn't play good enough, and that uh, hurt a lot as well. And, when you uh, let your down, your good friend and partner, you feel that way anyhow. That that's that was a yeah, tough thing, was, huh? Yeah, and it was the end of uh, ten years with Bjorn, and uh, Bjorn had, had had his family there, and there were so many emotions. And I was I was also crying after that match on the center court. I didn't want to leave the court. I didn't want to meet the Norwegian media to talk about the loss uh, because we were one of the favorites uh, in Norwegian media before that uh, tournament. Mm -hmm. So it was really disappointing for us, but also to tell the Norwegian crowd and the Norwegian media that uh, we lost and we lost because of me. And uh, that, that hurts really, really bad. And, but like I said, uh, I've told some other players after that uh, Olympic that remember when you played the Olympics 
Uh, you have to play that tournament like any other FRVD World Tour or European Tour or national uh, tournament. Uh, because in the Olympics, there are so many things uh, happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have the possibilities to watch uh, other sports. Uh, you have the possibility to do so many things, but you have to stay focused. And uh, as long as you're in the tournament, stay in your hotel room or stay in the Olympic Village as much as possible. Uh, don't waste energy on uh, anything else that, than preparing yourself for the next uh, competition. And, um, like I said, we, comp- we participated in, in the opening ceremony in Atlanta. We should have done that. And um, also in Sydney, we, we rented a house close to the beach uh, at, at Bondi Beach. But we also uh, went to the opening ceremony, but that was three days before. Uh, but my my mistake in that tournament was not visual visualizing all the uh, possibility or possible scenarios that can happen in a game. So now um, we have many good memories from the FRVD World Tour. But the two Olympics we played uh, was um, a sad experience. Did you ever ask uh, Portugal in that first round match afterwards or years later since you knew them off the court if that that was their strategy that they thought they'd throw you a quote-unquote curveball and and serve you as opposed to Bjorn in that first round match and you guys wouldn't expect it? You'd be like, what the heck? Or they just outfoxed you? I haven't talked to them, but but I really think that uh, that was their strategy. And uh, it's a good strategy. Because I haven't been uh, uh, passing or hitting that much that season, mm-hmm. so they did well that they chose the right strategy. And my mistake was that uh, uh, in my mind I wasn't prepared, and uh, and it's really stupid to say, but uh, it's a rookie mistake. And I I didn't kill my kill uh, the sets. Because Bjorn is a good setter, so I got good sets, but uh, I chose the uh, the wrong uh, decisions uh, many times. Yeah. So we, we got off on a bad start also in the match in Sydney against Portugal. They were up, uh, I don't know, 9-3 or 9-4. And by the time so, you kind of settled in, it was gonna, it was tough to, to come back, basically. Yeah, and um, I think many players who play the Olympics, they are overthinking it too mm-hmm. much. Uh, the, the, uh, because you're playing in the Olympics, you, you are thinking that this is really, really, really important. This is more important than the FRB tournament. But uh, you have to play that tournament as any other FRB or ADP or national tour event. Uh, if you're over trying it, if you're over uh, doing it, it it's, uh, it's not going to help your game, I think. So we just have to prepare as any other tournament and uh, just relaxing and enjoying it. Uh, I didn't enjoy these two tournaments in Atlanta or Sydney. And, and uh, like I said, I was 37 <clears throat> when I played uh, in Sydney. So being 37 and an uh, <clears throat> old guy on the tour, it's, um, it's, uh, it was really disappointing for me when I looked back on, on that, making those uh, rookie mistakes. Sure. Now, um, in terms of, uh, you know, some of the most impressive players, uh, exciting players, and those sorts of things that you saw over your FIVB uh, indoor Olympic career. Who would some of those people 
people be like in terms of you know either we could touch on best hitters best diggers most exciting no. players um what do you want to start with here uh jan uh i've, I've been uh, making a list and i'm sorry for some of my friends who are not on the other <laughs> it's uh, hard to uh, make uh, everyone happy yeah i hear you <laughs> yeah but i'm, I'm sure i have uh, i'm gonna forget some but uh, the six best hitters and these are also hitters that i had problems blocking but also hitters that i like to watch when i when i was sitting on the stand uh or outside a court and watching my um, my uh, opponents play other matches mm-hmm. there are some players that i like to watch and marcio uh, there are three brazilian players marcio he's a left-handed guy from brazil he was he had, uh, i like his um, approach and no matter how bad set he got he always uh, had an uh, excellent approach and he could hit hard from any uh, uh, place on the court mm-hmm. uh, emmanuel from brazil he's he wasn't unblockable but he was so good watching the block and he had all the shots and uh, hits in the world he he was amazing he wasn't that spectacular but if you watch uh, the statistic after the match he, he was uh, so impressive i've maybe only played one time against loyola from brazil but i've been watching him both on some F- no, some avp tournaments but also some other FRB events and he was uh, a really spectacular player to watch um he made some shots uh, and hits uh, that uh, didn't, some other players didn't do so i I'll, i've always liked to watch the players who who make some surprise hits or some surprise shots sure uh, a small guy from uh, Argentina, Martin Conde, he was he was trying to be a tennis professional before he started to play beach volleyball. Yeah. Uh, he also is a left-handed guy. And like Maya from uh, Portugal, uh, who, who is also my, my next on this list, <laughs> uh, Conde from Argentina and Maya from Portugal, they are small players. But uh, I... Um, my blocking stats against those guys are, are terrible because I couldn't block them and they <laughs> always uh, uh, doing the shots over my block and they they, they, um, they made me look bad as a blocker. But, but they also could hit hard, but uh, they were, uh, they had a good... Um, Very crafty, if you stuff. will, with their shots, huh? They just yeah, 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 yeah. Precise. And, um, and like I said, there are, I should have had more U.S. players here on the hitting list, but uh, I have Carl Henkel, who, um, who who was uh, I like to play against Carl because he, he was uh, hitting hard, mm-hmm. and as a former indoor player, I uh, I like to play against players who hit hard and didn't all didn't do all these shots, but uh, Carl was uh, difficult to block. Uh, he got good sets from Sinjin, and um, he had some good. Uh, line uh, hits and uh, also angles so he, he was it was difficult to block him this concludes our third part of our four-part interview with Jan Kvalheim thanks so much for listening stay tuned for our fourth and final part coming out soon mm-hmm.